Hey everyone. Hello. Hello. We're all awake. Love it. Um, bear with me whilst I get my clicker and also I'm going to put my timer on because um, I have a habit uh, for never sticking to the time that I've been given. So I'm going to try and do you all a favour and finish on time. Anyway, so hello everyone. Um, my name is Mikey, for those of you that don't know me. And um, I lead the youth here, and it is the best job anyone could want because these young people are amazing. Um, they are absolutely incredible. Um, so, also, I'm married to Rosie. For anyone that doesn't know that, Rosie's my wife, she's here, she helps me with the youth. Um, I couldn't do it without her, she's pretty amazing. Um, but today, I've been given the topic of doing life together, and this is a favourite of mine. I love the topic of doing life together. And I know some people um, get a bit cringed out by the phrase doing life together. It's a proper christian saying. Um, you know, it's said in churches all over the country and all over the world. It's classic. Um, but I love it. And I love what it means, okay? Doing life together. Doing life together isn't just the easy bits. It's also the difficult bits. You just do it all together. Um, so what we're going to do is, you know, we're going to start with a bit of Bible because um, that's, you know, as Joe said, that, you know, that's where everything is that we know about who God is. Um, and it's a pretty amazing book. Um, so there we go. Um, I'm going to read from, um, from Acts 2. It's my favourite, um, you know, it's, Acts is an amazing book, but it's my favourite chapter. Um, and this is from the, pra- the Passion Translation. So it's um, Acts 2, 42 to 47. So every believer was faithfully devoted to following the teachings of the apostles. Their hearts were mutually linked to one another, sharing communion and coming together regularly for prayer. A deep sense of holy awe swept over everyone, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. All the believers were in fellowship as one body, and they shared with one another whatever they had. Out of generosity, they even sold their assets to distribute them, distribute their proceeds to those who were in need among them. Daily they met together in the temple courts and in one another's homes to celebrate communion. They shed meals together with joyful hearts and tender humility. They were continually filled with praises to God, enjoying the favour of all the people, and the Lord kept adding to their numbers daily those who were coming to life. So, what I want to talk to you guys today is, well, this evening is... Um, what it looks like to truly do life together. What it really looks like, even when there's, you know, uncomfortable stuff going on, even when it's easy, just everything. I'm going to try and cover every single base. So, number one, the key to doing life together is seeing that it's about something more. So, um, I want to tell you a couple of stories. So the first one was when I was at uni. So I went to uni. I went to Moreland's Bible College. Um, you know, I did a theology degree. So I don't, I don't like putting that out there because people then start expecting stuff of me. Like that I'm going to just reel off a paragraph in Greek and Hebrew. I'm not going to do that because I'm rubbish at languages. Um, but yeah, I went to Bible College. It was great. And um, in my year, there were probably around 60 people. And um, it was really small, probably 120 max in the whole college. Um, and there was about 60 of us living on site. Anyway, it, if you could imagine what it's like to live with 60, you know, we were all pretty young, young Christians coming from different backgrounds 
it was, a, it was an experience, one that I don't want to do again, but it was an experience. Um, you could never not go into the common room and see a theological debate going on. Um, and as you, you know, once you'd been there um, a few months, you saw who was doing the theological debate and you learned to keep your head down. You knew it wasn't worth it because you're just going to get riled up. Anyway, or I'd get riled up. Um, <laughs> But anyway, um, we'd be um, a lot of the time in the common room. Um, it was our place to hang out, we'd you know, talk, we'd chat, we'd play silly games, um, play pool, all that kind of thing. Um, and it was just a great social space. However, students are known for not being tidy. Students are known for not doing their washing. It's just classic, isn't it? So we would be in the common room, you'd look over to the sink and there would be a mountain of anything. Mugs, uh, plates, everything just unwashed and just sitting there. It was a bit gross. Um, But what was interesting, um, especially to me, um, I mean, when it first started happening, I, I, you know, I got rolled about it. I was like, oh, it's disgusting. and I didn't drink, I don't hit drink hot drink, so I knew it wasn't me. Um, but I'd just be blaming everyone. Oh, it was you, wasn't it? I saw you drinking a coffee. Disgusting. Um, but anyway, like, you know, I would see all that stuff. And to begin with, I would get annoyed about it. And then I'd see everyone else getting annoyed about it. And I'm thinking, wow, you're really passionate about um, the dirty mugs, aren't you? Really passionate. You know, it's a shame you're not passionate about other things quite like that. Um, but they'd be really passionate about it. And then you'd get like little meetings of people, you know, scheming about how they're going to stop the dirty mug epidemic. Um, and then, you know, if I had a pound for every time the common room was closed due to this dirty mug crisis, I'd have way more money to spend on guitar equipment than I did when I was at uni. Um, and I wish I did have more money to spend on guitar equipment when I was at uni. Um, anyway, my other story is one from around now. So myself and Rosie, we um, do this really cool thing on a Monday with Holly and Ben. Um, And it's just basically a Monday night meal together. And I I really love this time that we have together. And, um, you know, sometimes we get other people along to it. And, you know, it's it's just great fun. We just get to hang out, eat together. Um, I'm usually off at football um, with the football team, so I don't get back until, you know, quarter to nine. Rosie and Holly usually either do circuits with Stu Smith or do a fitness video in front of Netflix or whatever, (laughs) usually watching Friends. Um, And then Ben's off fighting fires and all that business, and he usually comes around just after half nine. So it's, you know, that's actually quite late to hang out, but What's amazing is that it fits in with our kind of, you know, life routine. It fits in with what we're doing. Um, And I'm usually up late anyway because lots of the youth things are late. And, you know, yeah, it just fits in with what we're doing. Um, And for us, for me and Rosie, we're like, you know, this is really important. This, This thing that we do with our friends is really important. It's really simple as well. You know, we're just having people over to eat. And, you know, those two stories that I've just said, like, they're wildly different, but they are linked by something. So when I was at uni, when people were were saying, oh, these dirty mugs, what a nightmare. It took me a while, but I was thinking, 
you know what? Yes, there's dirty mugs. But that's not actually why I'm here. I'm not actually here for dirty mugs. I'm not actually here to get in a committee and to discuss these dirty mugs. There was something more, which is why I was there. So obviously I was there to study. I was obviously there to learn about God's word. I was obviously there to get a degree. But I remember my principal saying the first day we got there, if you don't leave this uni with five, without five lifelong friends, you've done it wrong. So straight away we got in and there was community right there doing life together. It was super important. And then I found that when this dirty mug thing was happening, people weren't really doing life together in the best way. It became a negative thing, pulling people down, accusing people. And, you know, at the start, I, could have, I probably was part of that. But then I realised, you know, this isn't good, this isn't great. And then, you know, with myself, Rosie, Holly and Ben, that is such a lovely thing that we're doing. You know, there's a sense of community where it's just like, do you know what? Not everything's perfect. Your house doesn't have to be perfect to bring people in. Do you know what I mean? So, at uni, it wasn't perfect a lot of the time, but that isn't everything, okay? So, so kind of bringing that back to kind of now, what is your dirty mug, okay? What is the dirty mug in your life that, you know, is taking your attention from doing life together? What is the thing where you're like, oh man, that riles me up so much, but actually isn't what life's about. It's not what coming to church is about. You know, I've worked for the church for five, this is my fifth year, um, a veteran of Aaron Church, woo! Um, but, you know, I've been here for that amount of time, and, you know, each time I hear things that happen in church, and I'm just like, oh, guys. You know, I'm, I'm guilty of it as well, I'm guilty of it as well, but I'm just like oh, is this really what doing life together is about? Like, simple stuff. Like, oh, the sound. I love loud music. I'm all about that. Rock on. I love it. But, you know, whether music's loud or not, is that what church is about? Is that why we're here? Is that what building community is about? What time the teas and coffees are? It doesn't matter. We are here to be together. We're here to build a community that is loving of each other. And that builds each other up in faith. Second one, get front and centre. So, all the young people know this. Um, something you know that I'm really passionate about. I love people being involved. If you know we're at youth, and if I don't see um, like a young person there, and I see them the next week, I'm like, why weren't you there last week? It was amazing. You missed out. I just and it's not even so I can be like, oh yeah, that person was there, that person, count the numbers. I just don't want people missing out. I probably have a fear of missing out myself. I always want to be at everything. Um, but, you know, I've learned that I, that's not possible. Um, a, a quick, you know, little Bible story. So, Zacchaeus, he is such an incredible person in the Bible, okay? He was an outcast. He was on the edge. He probably even, like, owned that himself. He was like, yeah... I'm on the edge, I'm just, you know, no one likes me. But then he heard about Jesus, and he was like, do you know what? I don't care that no one likes me. I don't care what people think about me. 
I need to meet this Jesus. And he, you know, tries to get to the front. He can't get to the front, so he climbs up a tree. And he makes himself look silly climbing up a tree so he can get a glimpse of Jesus. And Jesus comes by and he's like, Zacchaeus, let's hang out. Let's hang out. And the thing that I love about that is Zacchaeus, he hears Jesus, he hears the name of Jesus, and he gets to the centre of what's going on. He gets to Jesus. And, you know, sometimes in church, when life is busy, we can find ourselves putting ourselves on the sideline. Oh, yeah, I've got this coming up at work. It's pretty hectic at the moment. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to take a back seat. Um, or, you know, oh, I've got exams going on. Young people are like, oh, I'm not again, Mikey. Shut up about the exams. Um, you know, I've got exams on. Oh, I'm going to take a back seat. Um, let me just see where I am. But it, it's so important in church, when you're building community, when you're doing life together, that, you know, even though you may feel like you're, you want to be on the edge, like Zacchaeus, you come in to the centre. So growing up, um, when I was in youth, I can safely say that if I hadn't hung out with young people, hung out with the youth group, if I hadn't, um, you know, done all those things, like gone to youth nights, all those things, if I hadn't done that, my faith would not have been in the same place that it is today. There was a point where I stopped going to church, and I was like, yeah, I can't be bothered with it. I believe it, but I don't like the people there. Um, I'm just not going to go. And then it came to a point, I went to Soul Survivor, and I was like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. Young people that are going to church can actually be all right. And there's actually loads that I get on with. And it would have been quite easy for me when I got home to go, do you know what? I'm not going to get back involved because there's a few people I don't like in my youth group. But I was like, do you know what? This has changed me so much that I'm going to be involved in this. I'm going to get in the middle of it. And I got in the middle of it. And it has literally changed the course of my life getting into the middle of something when I could quite easily have not. And, and do you know what? I put that above everything in my life. I put getting into the middle of my church community above school, above grades, above everything. And I hear shocks and gasps. But, you know, we're talking about, really, like, we're talking about salvation, like we're talking about how important is salvation. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, Jesus is more important than everything. And that means putting him first in everything. That means, you know, maybe going, do you know what? I've had a really busy week and I probably should do this extra two hours of work or whatever. But do you know what? I'm going to live in community. I'm going to live and do life with the people that I'm surrounded with and build them up and build them up in faith. And then, yeah, we don't need to do that. Cool. The final point. Eat together. I love eating. I love food. I love chocolate. Rosie knows that I love chocolate, and she stop, tries to stop me eating it, but it's never going to work. I love it too much. Um, so eating together is one of the most incredible things um, that you can do as a community. To do life together, eating is so simple. Jesus did it so much. We look in the Bible. He was at um, Passover meals. He was cooking fish on a beach. Like, 
He's, whenever you see Jesus, a lot of the time there's food involved. He's hanging out with people. He's eating. And, you know, in that passage that I read at the start in Acts 2, it says that people are gathering and eating and, you know, having the communion meal together. And that's such a vital thing, eating together. And, you know, you know communion is remembering the sacrifice that, that, um, that Jesus gave, that Jesus paid. And, you know, how many times do we, like, meet as a community, as, you know, as a group of people and think, wow, how amazing was that sacrifice? Oh, I've lost my pages. Yes, this one, wicked. Um, so it says, uh, they shared meals together with joyful hearts and tender humility. Eating, eat, so eating together is a thing to do as family. And Peter is telling the community of believers to eat together. So we are family. We need to be eating together, to be doing life together. We need to be gathering around not just the spiritual stuff, but also the everyday and if you don't like eating in front of people, that's all right. You don't have to eat. But, you, you know, if you love football, you can come and join us playing football for the football team. Or if you love going on runs, get a group of you, go on a run. You know, if you like board games, go to board on Friday at the Weekbourne. If you want to go to a life pod, get involved in a life pod. You know, there's so many things that we do as a community. If you, want, if you love circuits, go to circuit training. There's so many things that we do as a community that we do together, that you can all get involved in. So church doesn't have to be that thing that we just turn up to on Sunday and then go again. You know, this thing that we've signed up to, to follow Jesus, it's the rest of our life thing. It's not just a Sunday thing. It's every single day. And that's not a thing that's like, oh, oh, I've got to do this every day. We want to do it because we love Jesus so much and he's changed our lives. So I'm just going gonna, gonna to finish it there. Um, but I just really, that was just really on my heart, those three points really. Um, you know, there's, there's always something more with what we, what, it's not always about what's just in front of us. It may not, it's not about the dirty mugs. It's always about the something more. You know, why are we here in church? It's about praising Jesus. It's about, you know, being community together. It's about building one another up in faith. So yeah, I, I just I just want to challenge really, and I hope it's not like a oh, Mikey never want him talking again. But you know, it was just on my heart, and you know, I just I just pray that you know, as a community, imagine if we were the most welcoming, like inviting community not just with people on the outside but with everyone here like imagine how amazing that would be like people on the outside would be like you guys like each other wow I want to be involved in this you guys are so encouraging you guys are so loving I want to be involved in this cool Uh, if the band could come back up and as the band um as a band play, you know, if, you know, if God's spoken to you through all the nonsense that I've said, if God's spoken to you and you're like, do you know what? I want to be, I want to get from the sidelines into the centre of what God's doing in this community.
I want to be... I want to be hanging out with people regardless of what's going on in life. I want to be encouraging people. I want to be doing life with people in the difficult times and in the easy times. You know, if you, if you need a bit of courage to do that, if you're like, God, I, I can't do it on my own. I need you to be there with me. I need that boldness, that courage that only you can give. And just as these guys play, I want, you know, maybe grab someone pray with you cool I'm, I'm just going to pray so father god we thank you so much that you invented community and we thank you so much that we can do this every single day for the rest of our lives we thank you that it's not just a sunday thing but it's even as we walk out of those doors we're still in community with those around us in this building those that aren't here lord and those that are in the in the wider community of Littlehampton and beyond. We thank you, Father, that you've, that you've given us the tools, Lord, to show people who you are. And we thank you so much. We thank you so much that we can do this, Father. We thank you so much for this community that you've given us in the church Lord and we pray Father that yeah we we pray Lord that we build your kingdom Father that all we do all we want to do is bring people to a deeper relationship in you Lord I pray Lord that all the dirty mugs and all that kind of stuff that can get in the way of what it's really about God I pray that you help us with those things. And I pray, Lord, that we can I pray, Lord, that we can focus more on building up each other in faith, Lord. Bringing bringing each other closer. In your name, Jesus. Amen.